Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 532, recorded live on Sunday, October 22nd, 2017. And here are your hosts. The man who's not recording with Dave this week, Andy Lowe. Hi. And the man who's taking Dave's place, Jake Bierman. Uh, hi. Hey, how's it going? Going good. You saw what I did there, right? Uh, I, I, I did see what you did there. I'll just accept it. Well, I thought that's what you guys wanted. Is, is it not? Uh, oh, it is. I'm just really tired. <laughs> um, you should try having a kid. I can imagine your guys' level of sleep and enjoyment of sleep is not nearly as high as mine at this moment in time. Hold on, I'm checking my watch to see. But it, actually, I did get a decent amount last night. I think, uh, I think about five, six hours. So, you know, not bad. Yeah, I mean, I average about five, six hours all the time. But apparently my body's saying, no, that's not enough. You need to sleep more. Yeah, I'm sitting here staring at the uh, baby with his swing completely knocked out. And I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, that'd be nice take an afternoon nap, but I don't think work would ever uh, approve of that. I I actually took a nap just before saying I was ready. Nice. I didn't want to wake up. I just wanted to stay in bed. What well, you should have done? You should have gotten your laptop and taken it into the bed with you. But then you probably would have fallen asleep halfway through the episode, and that would have been both hilarious and sad. Yeah, but think of the jokes. Work. You know, all I'm sitting there, you're just talking in Norway, you're snoring, that would be hilarious. Yeah, apparently my snoring is bad enough that, you know, I was approved for a sleep study not too long ago. <laughs> that's saying a lot. Yeah, so I'm still waiting to find out the results of that, but eh, it's all good. I may have a cool machine attached to my face somewhere in the near future. Ah, yes. I have seen many of those. Yeah, my dad just got one, my mother has one, my brother has one, so I'm just going to keep adding to the collection. It's like glasses in my family. It's like sooner or later, everybody in my family is going to need glasses. It's just inevitable. Yeah, I, I originally thought it was because, oh, I gained a lot of weight, so I lost a lot of weight, and it just got worse, so I have no idea why I'm snoring so bad. I don't know what to tell you. That's why I went to a doc. Yeah, I can't type right now. So, uh, how was your weekend? Oh, I've been working. I've been out in the, what we call the field, covering a training exercise where I get to watch people interact with role players that are representing people from the Republic of Pineland. So wait, somebody in the army is LARPing? Yes. I'm sorry, but that's, I shouldn't. I shouldn't laugh, but that's funny. But if you tell them that, they may not be too happy. No, no, I would never say. Oh boy, yeah, I would. I would say that from a distance with you know my running shoes on. The scary thing is, they would more than likely still be able to catch you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not built from speed. I'm built from distance, which is uh, why we didn't have an episode last weekend. In case anybody noticed. 
Yeah, you were you were running some sort of thing for a distance, wearing a shirt of stripes. Yep. Yes, I was running the half marathon in Detroit, dressed as Waldo, because that's what I always do. How did it go? I went uh, pretty much as expected, because uh, I can count on my hand, my one hand, how many times I've actually run so far this year. So, you know. Uh, f- fair enough. I-, I know Catherine and I are going to be running a Halloween half next weekend. Ooh, I'm guessing that means you are going to be dressing up. Oh, yes. I'm going to be the greatest thing ever. I'm afraid to ask, but what are you planning on dressing up as? I'm going to be a glorious rainbow unicorn. (laughs) Okay. I totally just left you speechless, and that's amazing. So are you getting, like, one of those, like, unicorn onesies, or what? No, um, I just got this rainbow unicorn accessory kit. I'm going to see if I can find an image for you. Because I have found a rainbow unicorn onesie. Oh, you know, onesies are great and all, but I'm I'm taking it up a notch. Oh, jeez. God, I can't believe that they actually make a rainbow unicorn onesie. I just, I just knew. I didn't, I didn't know, but I just knew that there had to be one out there somewhere. You know, I hate those pop-up ads that make it so you can't do anything unless you click on their thing. But they're like, hey, you want to sign up for our email list? And it's just like, no. If I wanted to sign up for your email list, I would sign up for your email list. You didn't have to bug me about it. No, this one was like, spin to win all this. I'm like, no, no. I just want to get this link to share the amazingness that is going to be my costume. Now, the thing to keep in mind, this particular kit only come it doesn't come with the shirt or the tutu shorts or shoes so it comes with the rainbow unicorn headband white gloves tail and white leg furries with attached rainbow colored thigh high socks that is correct sir i was expecting you more along lines go along with the unicorn head with hooves no, but I've got an amazing rainbow tutu, and I'm going to pick up the rest of the stuff later this week to make me an official rainbow, rainbow unicorn. I mean, I needed to be comfortable to run in it. Yes, that is true. Yeah, that's part of the reason, like, you know, my Waldo costume is actually, like, you know, a USA soccer jersey, and I did a, just a pair of blue running shorts. And, you know, people get it, but it's actually pretty nice to run in because those, that, those are soccer jerseys you know were built for people to run in for you know a couple hours i could i could maybe find me a soccer jersey to wear as a shirt plus they're pretty cheap if you don't care about any of the team so you know after i ran in the first time like man i need to get me a couple more of these things just for you know the the long runs on sundays and it's just you know we went to a, a couple of soccer stores that my uh brother-in-law had suggested look at the clearance rack and you're like yep i could i'll take that for you know 10 bucks that's no problem nice the one big downside of this whole unicorn costume kit is the headband i'm probably gonna have to find a way to secure it to my head while running it doesn't 
stay on that well. So you're going to need like a chin strap or, well, you know, your hair is probably too short for bobby pins. I'll figure something out. I could probably find like a rainbow sweatband that I could wear over it. Ah, yes. Yeah, that could work. You have to say that wearing a, a, a sweatband with something underneath the sweatband kind of starts to, to hurt a little bit. Because that's what my wall, my Waldo hat was just, you know, a white running hat. And I had a red sweatband around it. And it just, after a while, starts to really dig in. Yeah, but I'm thinking if I, even if I wore it over the sweatband, then I could at least secure it that way. So I went to, uh, sorry, I'm browsing the other costume ideas on this website and i love how there is no joke 535 products in the sexy costume category oh i was originally joking with cat that i was gonna get one of the random sexy costumes to be like because that's the key to halloween if you want to be a sexy thing you just pick the sexy thing costume yes the sexy sriracha bottle costume yeah, that I I have got nothing on that one. The cozy fawn costume. God, some of these are just really. Oh, oh, oh! There is historical sexy costumes. Here we go. And it's Cleopatra. And oh, actually, this one's not sexy at all. Why is this in here? It's a women woman uh, knight in shining armor costume. Yeah, I didn't get that one either. But there's a sexy gladiator. Oh my goodness. Okay, I need to get out. This just makes me sad. Yep, yeah. all, all the sexy costumes forever and ever. Yeah, man, was this always... Did, when you were growing up, did you did you make your own Halloween costume, or did you go out and buy a kit? Uh, for the most part, we made our own. I mean, one of my favorite ones that I remember, I was a fork. My mom pretty much made me a fork with aluminum foil. Nice. I, uh, I don't know if I've told this on the podcast or not, but one year I went as the Unabomber. So you wore a hoodie and some sunglasses. Yes, I wore a hoodie and some sunglasses. And then I had an old, an old, old manual wind-up uh, alarm clock. That was like a bedside alarm clock that you could hear the tick, 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 tick. And so I, uh, I got a, a tape player and a couple of computer speakers, and I recorded the, the ticking noise and put it on a loop. And um, I, I had, you know, a brown box that I just, you know, wrapped up with, you know, you know, cardboard paper, brown paper sort of stuff there. And so when I, uh, when I would ring the doorbell instead of saying trick or treat, it'd be like, I have a package for you. Yeah, that's not creepy at all. Yeah, a couple of people told me I was kind of, uh, was kind of insensitive with that costume. Then I also went to Pee Wee Herman one year as well, and there were more people who were like, really, dude? But but that's funny. Oh, Halloween. If you can't embrace just being totally ridiculous on Halloween, even if it's somewhat in poor taste, then you have no sense of humor. Well there's there's always you know, there's always like the the, the fun, kitschy Halloween, which you know, or jack o' lanterns and that sort of thing. Then you have the other, you know, Halloween which are the I'm gonna scare the crap out of you Halloween. There's the slightly, you know, the macabre, like, Adam's family sort of thing. But, yeah, it was uh, interesting to see what type of Halloween people always go with. I say that as I see that uh, one of the suggestions on Amazon right now for me is the Munsters, the complete series. 
Like, are we talking the old, old one or the one they tried to bring back? Oh, God, no. That was a horrible one. Even though it had Eddie Izzard in it, it was still horrible. Just trying to clarify which one it was. Yeah, no, this was the original one. God, that remake that had Eddie Izzard in it, that had uh, Jerry, o- Jerry O'Connell in it. Yeah, that was, oh man. Sometimes people just can't carry a show. Yeah, hold on. Because they did the monsters today in 87 and now then it was the 2007 monsters but i don't think that's the same one i hate imdb sometimes no yeah this is the it was called mockingbird lane there we go that was the 2012 television special that they were trying to make into a series i just like how it says plot keywords failed pilot Oh man, all the failed pilots, all the failed backdoor pilots. It's just oh, it was really funny. We were uh, we were uh, watching MacGyver on Amazon or Netflix. I don't remember which one. And we just were randomly picking episodes. And of course, the one episode we were randomly pick is like a backdoor pilot for the uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. character to have his own show in uh, MacGyver. And that was kind of like, oh, here's MacGyver in this episode. Backdoor pilot. Of course, there is no MacGyver. Yeah, the the th- episodes you're like, why was that even an episode? Of- oh wait, trying to set it up for spinoffs. Got it. Yeah, the uh, the CSI episodes where you know all of a sudden they're in a completely different place, and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot they were doing another CSI. Are, are they still doing CSI? I don't know. I know they canceled one or two. Nope, the original series ended in 2015. Okay, so the original ended in 2015. CSI Miami ended in 2012. And CSI New York was canceled in 2013. But now they have CSI Cyber. CSI Cyber got canceled last year. So what? Shows how well I'm up on stuff. Yeah, this, uh, after a while, it's just like, oh enough of this but somehow scorpion is still going on that one i don't know yeah i don't know either but i'm really not all cut up on like tv shows in general so yeah well uh what are we watching live right now you're watching project one way live uh we've caught up on all of adam room everything we got our late night show right now i'm trying to catch up on all of agents of shield I think we're watching Hell's Kitchen All-Stars and Steve Austin's Broken Skull Challenge. Oh gosh, I watched that and that just watching that show just made me go, oh, I feel so sore and slash out of shape. But what makes that show amazing is Steve Austin's commentary throughout oh, the yeah, entire no, episode. Oh that's, yeah, that's half the fun. It's like, oh no, that looks like it hurt. Well, yes, because he just, you know, fell down 10 feet. Yes, that would hurt. I don't know how I even found the show. It was just one of those random, like, what is this? Why is that Steve Austin? Why are these people fighting each other? Now I have every single season. We're actually switching our cable package, so I'll have to make sure I got all of our stuff on the, the new DVR. Yeah, with some stuff, I just end up buying the, like, Prime 
version. So when a new episode comes out, I can just watch it commercial free. Even though I know I can record it, it's just sometimes it's just faster. Mm-hmm. So should we uh, hit the topic? I was going to say, I think we have top topics to talk about. Since I guess Dave uh, got bored in Australia and decided to post a majority of our topics, so I haven't actually looked at any of these because I never look at Dave's topics. Well, I mean, maybe you could learn how to look at stuff on the internet and things like that at Wazoo. Wazoo? Okay, that, that's the best segue I had to go into Steve Wozniak creating his own online university known as WazU. I feel like that should... WazU, okay. I mean, I, I get the premise behind it all, you know, creating a new type of um, school to encourage people to get into technologies and stuff like that. The whole, like, what is it? Steam? Is that what they're calling it? STEM, yeah, Steam? science. Yes. Uh, it, it used to be STEM, but now it's Steam. So it's science, technology, engineering, arts, and math now. Yeah, because, you know, art had to be included because they no longer have art programs in most schools. But I see art, and I go, hmm, one of these things is really not like the other. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, if WASU is going to become an accredited online university. I don't know. Some of those are just like... Or, or is this going to be a, a Trump U type thing? I hope not, because Wozniak knows his stuff. Granted, you know, maybe he just put his name on it and let somebody else do the actual work. The whole the interesting part is there's going to be a mobile app that will help prospective Wazu students figure out which tech path best fits them. I mean that's a good way to talk to the later generate like Generation Z, no longer the millennials, the ones beyond the millennials, into figuring out what they want to do. I'm actually more excited that um, they are talking about here Wazu Enterprise that will help businesses recruit and retrain employees on new technology. That I feel like that's where actually, you know, the major shift is going to have to be, you know, the, the amount of the workforce that we have that is going to lose their job and need to find new ones. Well, and being able to train people in certain industries into the latest technology. I mean, just look at your industry, Andy. I mean, how come there's a massive lack of broadcast engineers? Well, there's the whole broadcast engineers, but then you also look at what you do broadcast engineering for. Oh, the amount of people that just do voice tracking for radio stations and slash or radio stations that don't have any actual local DJs whatsoever. Yeah, that that would be the thing. But one of the people who are doing voice tracks don't want to upgrade their systems or their stuff and all of a sudden it becomes out of date and there's no operating system that can operate it anymore. Then they just are like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, there's a lot of stations that are... You know, you always, you know, you live in your own house for a while and you start to see the problems that you're set up. But then sometimes you go to other places and you look at their building and you're like, oh man, I didn't know I had it so good. You mean your, your sound card on your Windows XP machine from 1998 is having issues? What? Like, no, I don't have any PCI sound cards because that's uh, none of our computers. 
computers carry PCI slots anymore, so why do I even need that? Yay, technology ever advancing our ability to have to buy stuff. Oh, it's like, why is Dave up? It's freaking 3 a.m. over there. How long has he been there now? I'm not sure, but it's actually 6 a.m. over in Sydney, which I'm not sure if he's on that side or he's on the other side. I have no answer for that inquiry. Neither do I. I'm sending him a message right now doing, what are you doing up? Maybe his Google Home woke him up. Uh, 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 wait, no, he bought an uh, Alexis or yes, whatever. Yes, he bought the Alexa right before the new Alexa got announced. I, on the other hand, have a Google Home set up at work, which I find kind of ironic. It's your home away from home, Andy. Ah, and it looks like he just landed. So he just lands, and the first thing he does is message me. So wait, I'm looking at this Google Home Mini, and there's a recording issue? Yeah, I was trying to figure that out, because every Google Home I've looked at, including the Mini, I'm like, wait, there's a button? Okay, so apparently some of them will just record and upload any sound at all. Ugh, that's a bad bug. Google found that the device's touch panel had been behaving erratically in activating the device on its own. As a result, Google has rolled out a software patch that deactivates the panel's touch-to-start function even before they've actually started shipping these things. They've already put out a patch for it. So it's like um, pretty much any new video game that comes out. Oh, we got the video game out by the date we said it would. Now here's a two gigabyte patch to fix or finish the game. Yeah, I actually just uh, I had to do a new Windows install because we have one of our computers here had motherboard fail. And I'm like, you know, I'd rather just do a new computer than try and get a replacement motherboard and everything. Brand new Windows computer out of the box. I had... Uh, 670 megabytes worth of updates from Dell, and then another 600 megabytes worth of updates from Windows, right out of the box. Yeah. We're going to go, and that's, uh, that's where most of my day is going to go, just in here watching the uh, progress bar. Yeah, at work, um, we use the uh, Adobe Creative Cloud for a lot of our editing. I even use it at home for my photos and some of my videos, but my one at work isn't continuously connected to the internet. So when I do connect my workstation, all of a sudden it's like, you need to update this. You haven't updated it in a while. And I'm like, okay, five and a half hours is how long it took me to update all my Adobe products because that's how long I had been disconnected. Uh, I, I'm sorry, but I really hate the creative cloud. I just, I hate it with a passion. Yeah, well, it's the one that my work uses, so I just embrace it. Yeah, we've got some people here still using uh, CS2 for some of their stuff. Okay, I I would accept using like CS5 and 5.5 and CS6, but 2? Some of them still have 2. We've got some that have 6. And, you know, I wish we would have bought more licenses before they announced the Creative Cloud CS6, you know, then I can still, you know, install that and move it around as needed. But this whole Creative Cloud thing just makes everything so complicated. Yeah, it's complicated for a business aspect, but from a personal use standpoint, it's pretty good. Yeah, we've had a couple of people, you know, just like I could go look at people's 
computers and it's like, wait a second, you know, where did you get this version of Adobe? Because I didn't get you this one. Oh, it's my personal one. Oh, and you said you're not supposed to do that with your personal license, but I'm just the IT guy. What do I know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why we have the one that I have at my work. It's just we only have one, what we call dirty net that is connected to like regular internet to update our stuff. And since I only ha- have to use like my video program every once in a while, cause I primarily focus on photography editing and all that. It, it's just one of those things where everyone else is like updating. They try to send me files. I'm like, I can't open this. So like when was the last time you updated your stuff? I'm like, Oh yeah. Updates. Oh, updates. The, the the worst is InDesign and um, let's see Illustrator. I can't open those files half the time because they update their stuff all the time and I don't. Well, but, speaking of updates, we could actually hit a couple of topics that have you know updates from previous things, such as well the fact that Equifax website was breached by attackers who uh, had the. Uh, uh, had the website redirect to a fake Flash update. I mean, I, I don't update my Flash anyway. <laughs> Speaking of updates, unless, like, the website I'm using absolutely just does not work. And then I actually go to Adobe and update Flash. I don't ever use their little splash page. Well, we've got, uh, we have a, a lot of stuff there that's, uh, Java and Flash based stuff. And so, you know, Chrome doesn't like playing nice with either one of them. So it's just like, oh, I, I have to keep Internet Explorer on some of these computers just so, you know, you can actually run some of the programs. Granted, now even Internet Explorer doesn't like Java and Flash all that much. And it's just, oh. Yeah, most um, browsers and websites are using what is it, HTML5 now for everything. Or am I behind the times in that, too? No, HTML5 is the thing now for everything. A lot of our programs that I've used for Flash and Java stuff there, i got to update them uh, so they can run on HTML5 on Chrome so they don't have to worry about, you know, setting up permissions for yes, no. Feel free to run Flash on this one specific web page because I know that it's okay. But now, now it's a yeah, HTML5. HTML5. I was seeing if there was another topic I could use, like HTML5, to segue into, and I got nothing. Well, we got other updates. Um, there's the uh, we talk about the Project Loon in uh, Puerto Rico. Oh yes, the Loon balloons, as I'm calling them. Which makes sense, yeah. Loon balloons, yeah, that works. It has now partnered with AT&T to bring limited internet connectivity and text messaging, web access, and email to a section of Puerto Rico right now. I mean, restoring access to 60% of the population there is pretty decent, especially as well as 90% of the Virgin Islands. It's not that bad. No, not bad at all. I love this, the fact that the balloons are actually launched, not in Puerto Rico, but in Nevada. And they just use the wind and the Earth's natural rotation to get where they need to go? I get. I don't know. I, part of me will be like, "How are they launching in Nevada, and somehow they're getting them to Puerto Rico?" Uh, that would that would be an interesting. How does that work, sort of thing? Well, I know when I was a parachute rigger, we had heavy drop um, 
parachutes that actually connected to a system that if you once you in uh input a like gps location into it it would help guide that particular thing as close to that grid coordinate and that gps location as it could get so it could be using something similar where there's like a slight little like motor or fan or something that would help guide it towards where it needs to go based on the way these loon balloons look well there's a uh x dot company which i think is the um the x stuff with google uh has a blog on how project loons smart software learn to sail the wind so yeah, super high-tech GPS tracking element converted into a way to coordinate its position using wind. Yep, yeah, there we go. So yeah, Project Loon is actually up and going. And, I mean, uh, as I say, while Loon is going well, Lego is not going well. No, no, it's not. Oh, So Lego Dimensions, which was one of those, you know, toys... Kind of like the the Disney Infinity stuff. There were you know toys that have a video game component uh, is getting closed down. Yeah, so I didn't even know that this was a thing. Oh, I had a couple of uh, Facebook friends who were into this. I'm trying to think what these things were called, but I brought my brother-in-law a couple of things that had little stands on it, much like what I'm looking at for these Lego Dimensions to play games on. Well, there was there's basically three of them. There was Lego Dimensions, which was launched back in 2015. There was the Disney Infinity series, which had all the Disney characters and Marvel characters and Star Wars characters. And then uh, there was the Skylanders one as well. Let me see what this one was called. Just give me a moment. Let's see if I can find it. I'll just have to go into my orders history because, you know, orders... Thank you, Amazon, for saving everything I ever bought, ever. It was an Amiibo? Oh, Nintendo's version, yeah. Yeah. I think Nintendo is still doing theirs. Yeah, I think so, because I bought these literally, like, last month for my brother-in-law's birthday. Apparently, they use them in Smash Brothers. I, I have no idea. Wait, the, okay, so I just, you know, searched the news for Amiibo stuff there, and yesterday, I guess, the, there was an Amiibo for Super Mario Odyssey, uh, where you, if you get the Wedding Peach Amiibo, you can have Mario wear a wedding dress. Way to be progressive? Mario is decked out in a full white gown with a veil, tiara, white matching gloves, and a little bit of cleavage up top. I, I don't know how I would like Mario having cleavage. That just seems weird. Well, I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing on that one as well. But yeah, no, the Lego Dimensions is gone as well. So if, you know, you want some cheap Legos, I guess that's, you know... Something you could get, because I know the Disney Infinity stuff were going pretty cheap for a while. Yeah, I mean, it's just stuff like that. It's like, oh, look, you can buy these toys, but what happens when you lose the toy, but you were playing the game with that particular character, and now you no longer have that character? I guess I just never bought into the whole, hey, you have to buy this other thing to play your game, 
like as we said, you know, there were four major competitors, and three of them have decided to stop, and you know, Nintendo's just doing Nintendo. So, well, Nintendo will always just do Nintendo. But since we're talking video games, why not talk about Humble Bundle? Or Humble Mumble Bundle. IGN. Yes, that's. I'm just going with that. Humble Bundle is joining IGN? Huh. I'm trying to think of the last time I actually bought a bundle. I bought a bunch of the book bundles. I mean, it's not a bad thing to get Humble Bundles. It's just, I'm like, oh, it has to have stuff I'm actually interested in. We've got software bundles now, too? Really? Hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the, you know, I probably have a bunch of bundles that I've never done actually anything with. Well, there's a book thing all about Bitcoin. Great. Oh, Bitcoins. What about Bitcoins? I don't know. It's just, it's a humble book bundle that's all about Bitcoin, blockchain, and cryptocurrency. Yeah, that, that doesn't sound interesting. No, no, it doesn't. So other gaming news, it seems Blizzard's got a couple of topics on here. Yeah, my my favorite one is the banning of a world of botters from World of Warcraft. Just for this one line from the whole article saying, Last night there was a spike of lag in game, a common precursor to a large ban wave. Then players affected by the ban were disconnected from the game. It's like, oh crap, I'm lagging. Am I cheating? Oh, I was... Yeah, I'm looking at that. Uh, Utilize a handful of third-party programs designed to automate game process like questing, leveling, and resource gathering. Granted, I remember using some third-party apps because some of the resource gathering was just ridiculous. So I only played World of Warcraft for enough time to get to level 12, and that was back in 2006. And I had it so I could get up to level 12 in under 24 hours at one point. I think total game time I had in WoW was four hours. Oh, yeah. Not not so much. But I'm all about banning bots. I I understand banning bots completely, but then there's also the fact that, you know, the bots were created for a reason. Yeah. Again, but I just... Maybe it's because I'm just jaded about bots in certain games that just bother me. I don't know. Trying to see if there's anything that I can check without actually having signed in. But I don't think there is. Yeah, a lot of this is, you know, I'd have to go in there and do slash play and I don't want to do that. Yeah, but maybe they were just going through to do, like, you know, getting rid of all those people to start their next Overwatch game. They needed the bandwidth. That's a game I have not ever tried, and I don't think I want to. I'm just not a fan of those type of games. The competitive first-person shooters. shooters. Yeah, Yeah. I'm like, eh, they can have it. Yeah, I just don't have enough Twitch memory. So the posted on the Blizzard website was looking for a generalist artist intern with knowledge and understanding of Overwatch to work on an unannounced project. So I guess they might be expanding Overwatch. I don't know. I I guess, or just expanding upon Overwatch. I don't know. 
I don't know. This is one of Dave's topics, so whatever. I chalk it up to I don't play it, so I don't know and don't care. But uh, speaking of esports, it can go to a topic that I've posted because the New York Yankees have uh, invested in Vision Esports. Okay. And Vision Esports uh, is the largest single shareholder in three esports related companies. Uh, Twin Galaxy, which recently announced the H1Z1 Pro League, uh, Vision Entertainment, that studio that creates esports specific content, and Echo Fox, the esports team founded by former NBA champion Rick Fox. So the competitive gaming world is getting more publicity? What we talked about um, a week or two ago, the fact that Jennifer Lopez, you know, had even invested in esports and now the Yankees, you know, which have Yankee money, which, you know, they no longer have to worry about baseball anymore until next year. Uh, yeah, that was a burn. <laughs> uh, has decided to invest in esports. So that's, you know, everybody is becoming more mainstream, it looks like. I'm just all about those speed runs, yo. Yeah, I, I'm not. I didn't tell Dave that. Not saying I can do them. I'm more of a completionist. But those people who can speed run a game, I think, I think there could be something here with esports and playing games really fast. I mean, I know they have the awesome games done quick and summer games done quick charity stuff, but I think it'd be interesting to see it always like head to head all the time. On ESPN, E. Well, they they I've seen uh, esports stuff on ESPN, which is kind of surprising. So the Yankees, this is their quote from their press release: "The philosophy includes seeking to maximize revenue opportunities for advertising, sponsorship, media, and broadcasting rights, merchandise, and ticket sales, managing rights and original content, programming for both broadcasting and streaming distribution formats." In addition, the Yankees and Vision Esports will collaborate on marketing and sponsorship initiatives across assets. Sponsorship initiatives across asset. Sorry, assets. No, no, uh, yeah, one asset. That's it. And whenever I see esports, I kind of want to just say it like esportes. Make it an exotic word. No, I just sound dumb. So, but granted, the Yankees, you know, they've got their own Yes Network. They've got the Yankees. I have a feeling that, you know, they, they're they they're probably going to try and run this just like they would run the baseball team, which we'll see how that goes. So they would have, like, training camps, getting ready for the eSports season? Well, I'm just thinking more along the lines, like they said, of, you know, marketing and advertising and sponsorships and that sort of thing. As you know, there's an official coffee of the New York Yankees and probably the official lawyers of the New York Yankees and probably the official car company of the New York Yankees and probably the official travel person of the New York Yankees. And so on and so forth. Yes. So yeah, all about esports. Speaking of that, we got some streaming news. Yes, Twitch. Twitch is doing stuff. Which raids and achievements and rituals? That really, that's this is Twitch, right? This is not a game. This is just watching streamers, and you have achievements, raids, and rituals, really. Or you know, in extension purchases, 
subscription gifting. Okay, yeah, those sound normal, but you know, rituals and raids. Raids, a way that creators help each other grow by sharing their community with another channel are now easier than ever. A new slash raid feature allows streamers to seamlessly let their viewers join a raid and then drive traffic to another stream. It's like auto-hosting or hosting someone else's channel when you're logging off. Gotcha. Okay, and the initial virtual enables creators to signal to their community in chat that a visitor is new to the channel and to welcome them. Okay, so it's just a weird name for it. Or throwing up, hey, guys, do that thing we do for a new subscriber or a new person. And speaking of streaming, Razer's got some new streaming accessories. First is a web camera with its own ring light, so that might be better. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be that bad considering, let's see, what was it here? Where were the specs on it? Do, 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 do. It doesn't look like it's going to be that nineteen twenty by ten eighty at thirty frames per second, or seven twenty at sixty frames per second, or a hundred dollars. Like that. That's not bad at all. I mean, for a webcam. Yeah, no, that's not bad at all for you know autofocus, compact size, camera and stand hinge. There we go. And Razer's also introduced a microphone with a built-in shock mount. My question is, how is that going to sound? Okay, car- super cardioid pattern. So he's using in a conference call. The call audio comes through my desktop speakers behind it. Which, well, how would you do that? And no one on the call could hear it. Granted, that's better. Oh, the shock mount's built inside the case. Okay. Ooh, an $100 microphone is a USB or Built-in headphone monitoring port. Okay, yep. Yeah, it's USB. Not bad. I wonder how it's going to sound. Yeah, I don't know. I was looking further in onto the like the camera stuff. It's a four megapixel, so like any cell phone camera is better than that at this point. Yes, but it's all about the lighting and your computer or streaming something. Yeah, I guess. I guess it is a pretty wide angle lens with a field of view of 81.6 degrees. I just love the picture in the article, you know, could be one of us in about 20 or 30 years. Are you going to disagree with that or agree with that or what? Will we have beards? I, uh, I only shave basically once a week right now. So. Uh, I would put that about 25 years. 25. Yeah, I'm going with 30 with that one. He, he needs to invest in a new a new old man hat. Yeah, his is looking a little ratty. I mean, it, it looks like the camera's going to be good. I mean, that way you can completely disable the one that's on your monitor if you want. And since it's USB, just unplug it when you're not using it. Rather than, you know, people at work who have the electrical tape over the uh, webcam on some of their computers. I just use post-it notes. That also could work, yeah. Less residue. I'm more intrigued by the whole try it now feature for Google's apps. I think, I mean, totally just bull rushing into another topic, but... No, it's a neat idea, or the fact that, you know, instead of having... you want the thing there, you could buy the app and then if you know, within X amount of hours or something like that, if you didn't like it you could 
get your money refunded. Well, this way, you know, the New York Times crossword app. Oh. Yeah, you could just try it out. If you like it, then you could keep it. If you don't, then you never have to download it. I mean, I think that's a brilliant idea, even though I'm not an Android user. Oh, my gosh. There's a New York Times crossword app brought to you by the New York Times company. Of course they would do an app. Why have I not been paying attention to this? You've been too preoccupied with yeah. categories? No, Kate pointed out that he's in the swing right now. So, yes, you are correct. No, I think it's a brilliant idea to be able to try out apps instead of having to, like, watch a video on how it works or read a review and hope to God that the review was honest. Or, like I said, you know, try it out for, you know, X amount of hours until, you know, your refund time is up and then refund get the refund there. This, this hopefully is the I actually had an instant app that, um, what was it, Thumbtack. Thumbtack was, uh, you know, it, I was doing it on my uh, computer and then, you know, I had my phone with me when I got one of the responses and I hit a button. Instead of, you know, opening up the web page, it's like, hey, you know, we're uh, instantly, you know, instant app installing this thing here. And I did it and then I backed out and, you know, app wasn't on my phone anymore. It just sounds really promising. Too bad I won't ever experience it. No, no, there's no Apple, no Apple topics. Shut yeah, but it's pretty easy to just delete them on my phone. It's not a big deal. But I would like to try it before I download the whole thing. Like, Yeah, I think it's a pretty sweet idea. Uh, anything else you want to talk about before we go to the randoms? No, I think we've covered quite the gamut. Unless you wanted to talk about AlphaGo. Oh, yeah, the, the brand new AlphaGo that's out there. That's uh, AlphaGo Zero, I do believe what it's called. Yep, AlphaGo Zero. Um, the AlphaGo player is so smart that it beat the AlphaGo computer that beat the best Alpha or Go player in the world? Well, yeah, so there's three levels of AlphaGo. There was the original AlphaGo, uh, then there was the master version, which was the one that beat the uh, world number one player, and now there's AlphaGo Zero. And this one, uh, actually, the, the other versions, uh, basically, they fed it a bunch of Go matches from people, and they use that as the base for um, you know making it learn how to play Go from you know actual champions and everything else like that. Uh, this one, they basically just had it play itself for. 40 days. I this just... version, yeah, this version beat it, beat the original version 100 games to nothing. It beat the master version 89 to 11. And the neat thing about this was the fact that they didn't have to add a massive database to start. They basically just made a program smart enough to teach itself to be smarter than any other program that they created. Yes. So basically, they're trying to make learning artificial intelligence yep without any insight human insight whatsoever the rise of the robots yep skynet is going to kill us all and it's going to start here with another board game just wait there's going to be an alpha monopoly going to be alpha risk alpha yahtzee alpha yahtzee there we go but i'm pretty sure it wouldn't be one that's relying on random chance I could see an alpha risk, though. 
maybe an elf. Well, there's still a random chance and risk with the dice roll. True. Alpha chess, alpha checkers. I remember at some point they had talked about how they were working on a Hearthstone AI. I wonder if that's got anything going on. The ultimate spam bot. Uh, what else we got? Uh, NVIDIA is introducing a new computer for level 5 autonomous vehicles. So basically, you know, everything that your autonomous vehicle needs all on one board. I wonder if they're going to put AlphaGo Zero on it. I don't want my autonomous vehicle to be able to beat me in chess. That just seems weird. Well, no, just the the concept behind it where it learns. Oh, granted, you know, the amount of database that's already out there is being pretty large. When you talk with Tesla, you probably have a huge database of data already. I mean, the new computer is going to deliver 320 trillion operations per second. So, so a couple. A couple in a second. The AI computer is the size of a license plate. DHL is idea. Wow. Okay. So DHL, the delivery service, is looking to deploy a pilot fleet with the current card in 2018. The idea is to have the car that enables shadow with delivery people as they drop off packages. The driver could get out of the truck or van with a few packages for a block. And when they are finished, the vehicle will be waiting for them outside the last house. Bringing stalker level to next level? I guess so. Having, you know, you're always walking down the street and you think, hey, is that car following me? Yes, it probably could be. And yes, it also probably could be doing it on its own. It's like creating a car puppy. Oh, it's so, oh, the Chrysler is so cute. Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. You're always a good car. Who's a good car? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And that's where we segue into the random topic. Yes, yes, we do. First up is the random review, and I went last week, so sorry, Jake. Uh, it's your week. Surprise! Uh, that, that's fine. You know, I, I don't mind being surprised with a random review. So let's see here. What am I going to review? I believe I will be reviewing game on steam because that's a thing go with the west of loathing available now on steam for 11 dollars. yeah it's 11 bucks but it's totally worth it totally worth it <laughs> wait okay so i'm watching the preview trailer and these are stick figures and they black and white yes Yes, stick figures in black and white. What am I looking at here? It is an RPG set in the West, and the the whole premise is you want to move out West because that's where Fortune is. It's very funny. It's got super satirical slash puns slash everything within the dialogue it's well written you can pick different characters let me see here you can be a bean slinger a uh, i think i was the punchy guy i can't remember which one that one was but you can punch things you can shoot things or you can create spells so you got range puncher bean slinger or snake boiler yeah yeah so you picked the cow puncher. Yes, I did. 
super fun. It's just, it's so ridiculous. Like, uh, they they were very clever with the way the whole entire world works and the way you interact with everything. I found it very fun, and it did eat up a little bit of time. Let me see here on... Okay, I just the, the in-game description for Cowpuncher. Cowpunchers solve their problems with their fists, whether it's shaking them at a disagreeable cellar in a dis, uh, disreputable saloon or using them to punch a slightly more disagreeable cellar in a slightly less reputable saloon. Yep. It's super awesome. You've heard that cowpunchers are in demand out west since the cows came home, which stands to reason the cows aren't going to punch themselves after all. <laughs> yeah, the the game is just totally ridiculous. Like it's just so stupid. You can learn goblin speak. I mean, the game Yeah, so the goblins talk really poorly. They're like a messed up Yoda. There's a skill where you moo at your foes. Yes. And there's a lot of hats. Yeah, I see that. There's a lot of hats. And there's a petting cemetery. Like, yeah, it's just so many just ridiculous things in this game. And it was really fun. Like, There are 63 hats. Really? 63? Yeah. Why not? They're hats. Of course, there's a four-gallon hat, just the right size for your four-gallon head. Masked without eye holes. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely just a fan of this game. The item descriptions are really funny when you do certain things. It's like you can get different perks based on what you like drink or eat. It's really well thought out. The first two stages of the game are really really fun and take a while. The third one kind of feels a little bit rushed, but there's still just a lot of side quests that you can do besides just going through the regular uh games storyline so if you have 12 bucks i suggest picking it up i'll have to add that to my list plus it's stick figures yeah well yeah that that was the first thing is like oh it's stick figures well this could be interesting and your currency is meat (laughs) your currency is meat yes you buy things with meat okay yeah and there's Rodeo clowns and also, yeah, it's just it, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Well, okay then. West of loading, eleven dollars on Steam right now. Should we hit the uh, random topic? Only if you want to. If you want to go to that dark place. Well, it's. Uh, I think we got to. So the random topic rolled ahead of time. Oh boy. What is valuable enough to you that you will be willing to hide it up your butt to keep it? Yes, somebody Hans, posted a question asking me what it would be valuable enough for me to stick up my bum. So I, th- I think he watched too much Pulp Fiction. No, I haven't actually seen Pulp Fiction. Well, Christopher Walken's character um, hit a watch up his butt while in Vietnam for Bruce Willis's character. Okay, that's surprising. Well, it was Bruce's dad's watch and, and yeah, anyway. 
trying to think if there's anything that I value enough to hide it up my butt to keep it. Now, what is the premise behind it? Like, why would I need to hide it up my butt? I don't know. That's, the, the topic is just what is valuable enough to you that you would be willing to hide it up your butt to keep it. I, I don't know if I have anything that would be... Well, also the fact that, you know, it would have to be an item that would be small enough, you know, to... Yes, there's hand motions and all that. So it's got to be small enough. And I don't know if there's anything that I have that's, you know, that small enough and valuable enough for me to, you know... That's just wrong. Yeah, um... Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I need to hide anything up my butt. Because, you know, anything that I've got that, you know, I, I have no problem, you know, to uh, buy another one. Yeah, I... Yeah, there's... I mean, unless it was like, I need to have this medicine to get to this small child, but I don't have any pockets, but I need to get it there, so I put it in a bag, and I hid it up my rectum. Yeah, nope, I'm... Hmm. I, I got, I got, I got nothing. The cure for all the diseases. Like, who, who hides things up their butt? Drug mules. Fair, fair enough. I, I got nothing. I got, no, nothing. So the answer is, nothing is valuable enough to hide it up your butt. Yeah, no, I've got, I got nothing on that because, you know... Wedding band? No, I'm on my third wedding band right now, so that one's, you know, not really... Yeah, I'm just buying myself another one. Um, I I don't know. So, you could possibly just go with, like, Tostino's Pizza Rolls? No, why would I... I that, that, that's going to the wrong end, is what that is. Reverse eating. No, no, no. No suppositories, please. No. Yeah, yeah, no. There's, there is nothing. Yeah, I, I, I got, I got nothing as well. So. Yeah, no. Maybe Dave. You have to ask Dave. I, I will have to ask Dave. I will, I will definitely do so. Because you know he may have tried to smuggle something into Australia. Or he might be trying to smuggle something out. We don't know. Let's just hope it's not a koala. <laughs> oh, they have chlamydia. Koala chlamydia. Dun dun dun. Well, on that completely arbitrary piece of topic, uh, I think we're done. So, uh, yeah, Jake, thanks for coming. Oh, anytime, Andy. And, uh, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.